I've been walking and talking. I'm on my neighborhood stroll around in the morning. Uh, this is going out later than usual, and I even skipped an episode last weekend. We just had a house full of sickness. Uh, but I think everybody's on the tail end of that and finally healing and getting scored away there. I uh, just wanted to fill you all in on some really exciting news. So I, um, I'm sick of the dating apps. I was so sick of the dating apps not working for me, or maybe I wasn't using them correctly. I don't know. But um, I really have this urge on my heart and in my head that I couldn't get out, um, get, get out of my headspace about it, that I wanted to start my own app or my own website or something where I could be more like a matchmaker. Where we honest to goodness green people that can apply to be part of our thing. It won't be tremendously expensive by all means. Different membership levels, big events, bring back old school dating. You throw it out there, like draw out emails and see who shows up. Happened to me. I'm my new business is called the Serendipitous Cougar, and only because I didn't mean to start dating young guys that's just kind of what found me on hinge um and through my dating experience that's what i prefer that's what is working for me now at this stage of my life but that is not means what the website's intended for it's not just for them it's for men and men women and women women and men <laughs> all different ages same age different ages no discrimination um i just want to bring people together i want to bring people together in person. I don't like the idea of like hiding behind the screen that somebody controls just like not talking to you and ghosts you and deletes you for what feels like no reason and then it just hurts. <laughs> At least this way I'll be interviewing everyone that applies. It'll be either a phone call, a Zoom or in person. Um, you have to submit like a little dating resume though. That's the only tricky part. I just don't know who's going to be into that, but it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be much. It just has to be like long-term relationships, your marital status, obviously single. Um, that's the other thing. I'll be able to weed out truly single people like the body language. I don't want any deception in this and I don't want any hatred. So after the date happened, because I will arrange the date, the reservations, I will do everything for the people. They you submit a picture, your dating resume, someone else will submit theirs, and then I will be the, the person that links the two together. Then we will, I'll set it up from there. I'll obviously send the people the pictures and a brief description, but no telephone numbers, no address, nothing like that. No personal information. That'll all be held strictly confidential by me and my staff. And I just wrote the terms of service, learning how to do this, the state of California. So uh, we're hoping to launch in February, yeah, February 2024, a new matchmaking service. But it'll be so much more than just matchmaking. It'll be, like I said, hosting live events. Just come for fun. If you don't want to come by yourself, I'll be there. Hang out with me. Um, I have a plethora of people already interested and and, you know, wanting to get involved and and do this and be a part of this. So I'm excited. There's nothing like it in Ventura County. L.A. County has some matchmaking services that are extremely expensive, like a couple grand a month to use. I would never charge that, first of all. 
And second of all, I also want to have free events where people can honestly just show up and just see if anything's there. Oh, that's the other thing. So I want to host the events like on a Saturday at like two, like two or three in the afternoon. Cause that way if two people actually do click, like y'all should be able to go to dinner or get a bite to eat that evening. Like it shouldn't be already that your night's wasted or something, you know, from this event. Or that's the other thing. If you don't click with anybody, your night's not wasted, <laughs> you know, at all. You can still go do other things, other plans. I just think it'll be a blast. I don't think there's any harm in this. I think it'll just be good. Bring back good, fun, old school dating. Um, another quick update. Oh yeah, that'll be posted still on the Women Walking and Talking website. Also, the serendipitouscooter.com. That site will be launched, oh gosh, hopefully next week, but probably more real realistically the following week. My goal was by Valentine's Day to have this up and running, but we'll see. We will just have to see about that. Uh, another quick update, my dad's stuff. The squatter, if you're new to listening, my dad died in his sleep last year, June 1st. He let a guy live there because my dad's heart was huge. Um, let him stay there rent-free just to help him out because he's like a struggling photographer, some lame-ass story like that. Anyway, my dad died in his sleep. That day when I was paying for my dad's cremation at the mortuary, the guy stayed at my dad's home. Must have run out to Home Depot real quick, grabbed new locks for the door, changed out everything, because I had grabbed my dad's keys before I left. And so the guy is still there, rent-free since June 1st. And uh, so, yeah, he finally got served papers last week uh, for eviction, but we had to go through all kinds of hoops to make me like an uh, like the accessor to my dad's estate and all this stuff because living trust. So that got kind of tricky. So anyway, fifteen thousand dollars deep in attorney fees. The guy finally got evicted, served a sixty-day notice. So I'm hoping he's out before April. I'm hoping to get down there. My dad has a vintage Porsche in the garage. I hope it's still there. I really want that, and I really want to be able to grieve my dad's death. <laughs> that would be ideal. It's just really be in my dad's space and just uh, just sit there and be calm for a minute and just be still and maybe just feel my dad for a minute because this was the worst Christmas ever. Like, to be perfectly honest, this was like, even though I have my kids and my grandkids, perfect. I love them all. But there's something about that first Christmas after you lose a parent that just really sucks. That just really, really sucks. It's kind of, I don't know, he was like the matriarch of the family and pulled us all together and everyone would meet at my house. My brother come up from San Diego. He'd come up from Orange County. And then to not have him this year at our family Christmas just really sucked. So that was the hardest thing ever. I've been told that like other holidays will get a little easier to deal with, but the first one will sting the worst. So yeah, the, all the therapists, everybody that told me that, they're correct. This one sucked the most. But um, that's all right. Plowed through it. Um, his birthday was January 3rd. I got to interview a really cool artist on that day. That episode's uh, on here, too. Somewhere on here. <laughs> and that was super cool because my dad was an artist. So that was neat the way the timing worked out for that. Uh, what else? So I hope the squatter will be gone this year. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, still dating Michael. Starting my new business. 
And I haven't talked to Charlotte forever, to be quite honest. I don't know if she's just extremely busy or what's going on there. But um, yeah, I wish she'd come walk and talk with me some more. But I've been trying to line up other people in between then. So I'm excited with what's coming too. A few motivational speakers have reached out to me to join me. So I said yes. So hopefully this week we're recording. And then definitely by next Sunday, have a cool one with another human. <laughs> you don't just have to listen to me rattle on and on. Anyway, I really appreciate you guys, all of you for listening, all of you for supporting social media, because this is just cool to be able to have this outlet and talk to you guys. Oh my gosh, one more thing. So the way that this podcast started was me dating the married teacher, and uh, before the holidays, he called me, and uh, so I answered, and he's like, oh, that was a butt dial, and I was thinking, oh, wow, that's weird and random, like... Okay. And I was like, okay. So I went to hang up and he's like, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I just, I just want you to know that. So I said, okay, great. I'm gl- glad to hear you. You have a good day now. And then I hung up and then he texted me like, yeah, I, I can't talk right now. I'm in the middle of something. So totally weird. So the whole thing just got, even got weirder, but I'm just so happy that the universe pulled me out of that. The whole first five episodes of this podcast are all about that. Anyway, it was awful. Anyway, it was a mess. But it was just, I'm just so relieved that, like, the universe truly took care of that for me. How it ended, how I moved on. And it's just like, yeah, it was it was mir- miraculous, actually, to me, how it all happened to, to let him go. I know the universe had my back. So I'm so glad for stuff like that happening. Um, I'm excited for 2024 for the Serendipitous Cougar here in Ventura County. And I hope people will drive up from L.A. for our events. But we'll also have host some like in the valley and try to meet in between so um, so everybody can just find somebody if that's what they're looking for. If that's what y'all are looking for. I don't know. Anyway, I'm happier being in a relationship than I am being on dating apps. But I'm just assuming that others are too. But I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Thanks again for everything. I love you all.